Hi there, we really hope you enjoy this teaching from The Message. To find out more about all the exciting things we're doing and how you can get involved, check out our website, message.org.uk. Today, I've actually been asked really just to kind of give a little bit of report back on my um, uh, recent trip um, to India. But let me just start with some scripture because um, I just consistently and continuously challenged by this. Um, and it's a scripture that you would all know. Um, and it's from um, Matthew um, chapter 28, verse 18. And it says, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven on earth and be given to them. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very ends of the age. I don't know about um, uh, how you do uh, apologetics. I, I wouldn't say it's a particular um, strength of mine, but one thing I do know is that if I was writing the Bible, the, uh, the, there's one uh, bit just bit in the verse before that I definitely wouldn't have put. It almost makes it demonstrably true to me that Jesus is who he says he is and, and the Bible is true. Would you have put, when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted? I mean, it makes no sense, does it? Unless the people who actually wrote that were probably... The, you know, one of the people who doubted or was aware that some people are going, I'm not really sure about this. But yeah, I do want to encourage you in this, that all of these people be, be, uh, went on to be heroes of the faith. That Even at this point of doubt of seeing the resurrected Jesus, they still went on and had a future as being effective disciples for him. You know, his mercies are new to us every day. And I don't know what yesterday was like for you. We were all just talking earlier about what a disastrous day it was for Daniel Eduardo yesterday. But today, mercies are new every day, uh, as, they, as, as they are for you. In all seriousness, if you had a bad day yesterday, if you know you let the Lord down yesterday, His mercies are new to us every day. And, uh, and, and when you look at this scripture, where it says, Go and make disciples of all nations, you probably don't get the opportunity to say, well, obviously that doesn't mean me. Because it, it, it's, it's a general command to his disciples to go and make disciples of all nations. Now, you, what, what the, the get out of jail card you probably get is, you're probably not, go to, got, not going to go to all nations. But you do have to ask the question, which are the nations that God is calling you to invest in? And for me, of course, one of those is India, um, very quickly, some of you will know the story, 2005, seven, day of the 7-7 bombings, uh, my friend Prasad was uh, due to attend a conference in London, he was staying in Luton, and uh, the bombs started to go off and he didn't know anything about it, he went to the railway station in Luton, they wouldn't let him get on the train because of the bombs, he panicked and he got on a bus to Cardiff um, to stay with the only other person that he knew that lived in the UK. And in that meeting, he met with me and my mate, uh, Nigel. He invited us to go to India. Uh, we, uh, through a long story I won't tell you now, we accepted the invitation. We went. Um, amazing time. Nigel um, went. I wasn't there on this trip. We saw, literally, we saw a person rise from the dead on that day, uh, on that trip, which I can tell you about on another uh, occasion. And, uh, and we built our first church. 
Um, and we are now in a place where we've built 31 churches. Um, and um, so, so, so my trip um, um, a few weeks ago started out, I, I flew into Hyderabad and then flew from Hyderabad to a, little, a small uh, city called uh, Rajamundri. And I was collected by Prasad and we went to this vehicle here. Hey. <laughs> now, that car was actually paid for out of our tithe. Um, a car, generally a car in India lasts about four years, which gives you the idea of the actual quality of the road. And the good news is, six years old, still going well. So, uh, so our, you know, our Jeep is in, um, in, in, a, in, in a strong uh, place. My, the main thing I did while I was in India was actually preach. I preached in uh, 20 um, different churches. Um, I preached 15 uh, different messages um, this church uh, that will uh, come up behind me is one of the new churches that the message have funded. We've, uh, since September, we've actually funded four new churches. Um, this, oh, no, it's not there. Hey, there it is. Um, uh, uh, yeah, and I, I went uh, to preach there. What, what's remarkable about that, that church is, apart from the pastor who you can't see, every single person who, who is in that picture is a converted Hindu. Every single person has rejected their tens of thousands of gods um, for the one true God. The, a pastor who has served in that village for years and years and years with no resources, with no money, with no building, has actually built a church from scratch. And these people... Uh, generally, what would happen is um, uh, uh, there'd be a knock on my door, and Prasad would say to me, "We've got to go to the church now." Um, they started singing an hour ago, so in other words, they've arrived at least an hour before we've even set off to go to the church. And I turn up maybe an hour later. They've been there two hours um, before I go, and they're just full of the joy of the Lord. These people, they, if, if if they take up an offering, it's just as likely to be. In the offering is just likely to be a small bag of rice or um, three bulbs of garlic, as there is likely uh, to be money. Such is um, the level of poverty. Um, the second night I was there, um, I was delighted to go to this. Hopefully it will come up on the screen. Oh, no, not that one. Not that one. No. That one. Yay. And advance me. So they said, oh, we're having a meeting of our advanced groups. And, uh, and I went and, and, and taught um, these, uh, they call them young people. Basically, anybody under 30 who's not married is a young person. So that's hope for some, isn't it? Just thought I'd put it out there. <laughs> that you're still classed as a young person. And, um, and it, what, what, how great it was for me to be able to uh, speak in English with... Uh, my message being translated into Telugu and people to actually be able to look at the book that they had that we actually had translated into Telugu. We've actually got the um, advanced material um, translated into Telugu that many of them were actually able to hold up. Um, I didn't give it to them to prove that we had a group. They actually brought it with them. So that was, uh, that was uh, super encouraging. Um, the other thing that we've, uh, that we've done, as you saw, the picture came up of, of the school. Um, the Gateway School um, is an English medium school. Uh, what's remarkable about it is it's actually there's 240 um, children in that school. Um, 
and uh, they're all Dalit children. So they're all from the, 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 the lowest caste, what would, would have been called uh, the untouchables. Uh, the, the, the group of people where um, the government actually isn't that bothered about whether they get educated because they're the lowest of the low and they don't deserve an education. And because of great people like yourselves who, who've been um, supporting our work for since 2005, we've been able to build that school and we've been able to employ teachers and, and teach uh, young people, bring them up within, although the, the um, uh, education within India is like in the UK is a secular, um, it, you know, it's a secular environment. All the teachers there are Christians. Um, the parents regularly ask uh, for people to go out to their houses to, um, uh, to pray for them and, 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 and ask for prayer, prayers for their kids. And um, we, we've also subsequently built a children's home uh, on the same site, which has got 15 uh, boys and 15 girls. Um, it's quite interesting. Uh, uh, less than half of them are actually orphans. The others are what they call semi-orphans, actually, where their family are so poor or their families are so ill or perhaps their father's an alcoholic or the mum's got AIDS that, that we've actually taken them in just to ensure that that, that, that child uh, can actually survive. So they get looked after. We have a family that live on site um, that, that, that look after them and uh, they obviously get um, a free education um, as well. Um, what is remarkable in India is that um, they, they every everywhere I go, they never expect uh, anything less than a 40-minute preach. They feel hard done by if they've had less than 40 minutes. And if, if you could give them an hour or an hour and a half, that's seen as being really good value. Um, and at the end of it, um, Prasad, my friend, would always say, would anybody like prayer? And it became a little bit of a joke because he would always say, he would, he would ask him and then he'd turn around and say to me, all of them. So every single person, there'd be regularly people, as many people as this, perhaps more. And when I'd finished preaching, I had to then pray for every single one of them. And of course, your temptation, or my temptation at least, when I look at that, is to start on one end and start praying in tongues and put a hand on person and, and just go down the road, down the road. But regularly... You know, three people in somebody grab hold of my hand and say, uh, and start talking to me in Telugu. And I'd get a translator, what do they want? Oh, um, a husband's an alcoholic, can you pray for her? Um, the son's not here because um, he's studying for his exams, can you pray for success? And it's the things of every day that everybody wants pray, praying for. And, I, and I've got faith to pray those prayers, you know. But I'm reminded that all authority, all authority in heaven and earth, has been given to us. And that we're called to go in Jesus' name. And on the first night I was there, this, uh, the, 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 through the translator, they said, this lady's got tinnitus, she's in terrible pain. Uh, can you pay, uh, pray for her? And I, I prayed for her, her right ear, um, and, uh, and just literally laid my hands on her ear. And as I finished and I said, Amen, she was like, it's completely gone, completely gone, completely gone. And, and the irony of it is, and God's sense of humor is, I've got tinnitus. <laughs> My tinnitus, as I speak to you at the moment, is not going anywhere, but hers is completely healed. 
Um, of course, when you see that, it, it gives you, it, it, your faith rises up in you, in, in you, doesn't it? And so, and also within other people as they see this. And, and the irony of, of, and this has happened to me so many times, they'll say things like, this lady's 85. She's been picking rice since she was six. She's got a bad back. And you think, well, yes, of course she's got a bad back. Can you pray for the pain in her back? And, and pray for the pain. And God in his mercy and his grace takes all the pain away from an 85-year-old woman because she's his daughter and he loves her. And he wants to reward her faith and he wants to bless her. And he wants to make, you know, the last few years of her life perhaps a little bit more, uh, bit more pleasant than the previous 70 years of her life. And, and he uses just a willing person that's prepared to go prepared to lay hands on the sick and prepared to potentially have a little bit of faith that Jesus could do what he said he would. I prayed for a woman who was completely deaf. Um, and remarkably, remarkably, her, she, she heard for the first time in over 20 years. Her, her ears suddenly opened and she was able to hear uh, and again, it's just, it's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. And and, um, and it, it honestly, in some ways, it becomes a little bit, not, um, you don't, you don't become blasé about it, but it becomes, you almost, you are questioning yourself because you're saying, you know, I'm just speaking for myself, okay? So I'll pray for somebody and they're deaf and then they can hear and I'll say, so what now, were they, were they really deaf? Like, because that is, you know, that is remarkable, isn't it? Um, there's a woman who is in um, chronic pain. She'd just been in agony um, for years. And, and she walked out of the church completely and utterly um, pl- uh, um, pain-free. But my favorite one, just because I'd never seen it before, and also gives you an indication of, uh, of me, I think. So um, I, I'm praying for people. And uh, a lo- there's a lot of people that you pray for that have um, diabetes, um, actually. Um, and and the, what I would say is, uh, the, it appears that the reason that people have got diabetes is, is because somebody's decided that if you gen- genetically modify the rice so you get more than one harvest a year, that that's beneficial to the economy. The fact it actually gives people who survive on rice Diabetes seems to be secondary because they are worthless and they're poor. And, and also, by the way, a lot of my friends, uh, when I went this time, it's my 13th trip, aren't there anymore. They've died, and they died because of COVID. So any sort of kind of Western idea that COVID wasn't that much of a big deal, I literally have no sympathy for that concept. Because, I, because my friends, many of whom were the poorest of the poor, First wave died as a result of uh, COVID. And even though um, vaccines were free, you had to pay bribes if you were poor to get them. So again, we, we, we have no idea the favor that we have in this country. We have no idea the favor we have to get vaccines. We have no idea the favor that we have to be sniffy about whether these things exist or not, quite honestly. Go and spend some time with people who've lost their loved ones through COVID and then come back with uh, with your view as far as I'm concerned. I know that that's controversial, but honestly, I, it, it was sad. S- some of the pastors that I've known for years who weren't there 
So anyway, I was about to pray for the, uh, I was praying for these people and um, this guy, they said, can you pray for this guy? And I looked at him and I'd never seen anybody who looked more blind in all my life. It was the state of his eyes. And I genuinely said to God, oh, it'd be great if this guy wants to get rid of his diabetes. <laughs> um, because, because, I, because the thing about me praying about somebody's diabetes is I don't know whether it's being cured, do I? I just pray in faith and then I move on. And, uh, and I said, oh, what, does he, uh, what, what would you like prayer for? And he said, I'd like to be able to see. I was like, yeah, of course you would. Um, and, and, and so I said, okay, well, you know, I believe in the Jesus that can heal, and Jesus is the healer, and so we're going to pray. And I, and I laid hands on him, and I prayed for him, and I said to uh, the guy who was translating, ask him, is there any difference? And the guy said, he said, he can see light. He's never seen light before. So I was like, oh my word. And of course I remembered that scripture where Jesus had prayed for the blind man and he'd said he could now, now see people, they look like trees. In other words, he didn't have full clarity, but something had changed. And I said, oh, there's precedent for this. We should pray again. And we prayed again and I prayed for him. And his eyes didn't look any different to me, but I said to him, um, uh, can you count my fingers? And he counted my fingers and I was like, Oh my word, that light is well. like I've never seen this before. So I'm like, uh, you know, amazed. At the, part of me like, oh, praise God, this is amazing. Partly going, this is fantastic and building faith in people. And trying not to look too surprised because obviously I've been saying this could happen anyway. And so I said to the guys that were there, keep praying for him. Because there was still probably about another 50 people who needed to, pray, uh, to be prayed for. And I carried on praying for people. And at right at the end of the service... Um, as I was leaving, I got my bag and I was leaving and I saw the guy across the side of the church who'd, who was blind or had been blind when I went in and I waved at him and he waved back at me. It's like, oh my word. And, 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 and so, um, how do I get those stories? Because, because I went, because Jesus said, Go. And I went, and, and, and I went, not because, you know, I didn't have anything that would cure him, of any of these people, did I? But I went in all authority, all authority to see the blind see, the deaf hear, people in chronic pain to leave uh, pain-free, to see um, people who were Hindus accept uh, the living Christ, those that would be uh, uneducated be educated, those that w would have no parents to be put in, into families. And you are part of that story. You are part of that story because regularly I will say to our UK leadership team, is there any chance we could build another church because they're, they're points of transformation in these villages? Is there any point, chance that we could perhaps buy Prasad a car so he can get the thousands of miles he travels to visit the hundred and odd churches that he oversees. Is there any chance that we could perhaps buy um, a piece of equipment for the school? And the answer is always yes. The answer is always yes. And so I don't have any big, you know, smart ending um, because that's not wasn't the purpose. The purpose for me uh, today was for me to just give you a report back and hopefully build a little bit of your faith. But 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 I do. And Prasad specifically asked me to say um, thank you, thank you uh, to Andy. Um, uh, thank you to uh, the wider leadership team and thank you to all of you um, for your prayers. He, he comes to the UK 
every four or five years. The, the highlight of his trip when he came for a, about three weeks last time was coming to our prayer day. And he said to me, I've never been to anything like that. It was amazing. And, and, he, and he fondly remembers it. So thank you um, so much. Thank you for praying for me. Um, it was great. And, and I just want to put on notice that in July 2024, um, I'm going and beginning uh, my regular begi- uh, annual trips again. We'll start in January, uh, July 2024. I want to take a team with me. It's, uh, I think, last uh, when I went a couple of weeks ago, it's the only the second time in 13 trips that I went on my own. I always take people with me so they can see. If you think that that is you, then I'm encouraging you to begin saving. Um, and, and perhaps you could come with me. And you'll get the opportunity to see what the Lord is doing in that nation. So, um, so what I'd love you to do, and what will be such a blessing, um, is if you would get into groups and you would just pray for uh, Prasad and the Gateway Ministry and the school there, uh, that they continue to see salvation, they continue to see healings, they continue to see people's lives uh, being brought out of um, uh, poverty through education. Uh, could you do that? Let's, let's get into groups right now. Don't forget to check out message.org.uk to find out how you can support our work or even get involved with one of our teams. We also have another podcast called The Flow Podcast, where we share stories and testimonies of the amazing things that God's doing in people's lives. Search for The Flow Podcast on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.